everybody, welcome to another video here. Today is one of our bigger videos, um, and it's under Everyday Heroes, meaning we're going to talk about something important. So today we have communication and mental health, and we will explain. Let's go. Um, all right, guys, welcome to another episode of Ultra Universe Everyday Heroes, the show where we talk about uh, some of the more deeper, meaningful uh, ish. Where's it coming? Cool. Uh, where we talk about more of the deeper, meaningful uh, topics. We will get our guest on in just a few minutes, uh, but today we are doing one of our bigger videos. Um, but you know, it's just like any other video, so don't be alarmed. It'll be within the Time frame, we're good to go. So today, I thought, being that it's February, whew, excuse me, uh, communication and mental health. Uh, communication is very important generally, but for those who do have mental health difficulties and those who are caring for or have a loved one who does, uh, both sides may find it difficult to um, talk, reciprocate, understand, answer, help, do whatever. So today, we are going to go over some topics that we think um, might help. So part one here is for those who have uh, the mental health difficulties and, oh, good timing. There we go. Our guest is ready to go. So let's pop her on. We know her as Victoria. Aha. Hello. All right. Cool. All right. So um, there we go. I lost my turn of thought. Okay. So part one for those who have uh, the, um, the quote unquote difficulties here. Uh, the first thing I uh, I can speak. The first thing I figured we would go over is articulation. Um, articulation is very important generally for having a good conversation because you have to sound like you know what you're talking about, and you have to be able to um, express your thoughts, feelings, opinions, etc. Um, so in this case, articulation means being very concise on what may or may not be the problem or the issue at hand. And what does that mean? Well, it obviously means different for everybody. Um, we can use, I mean, we can use us as an example. For me, I would say anxiety. So for me, the articulation would be the quote unquote event uh, thing going on is making me rather anxious. Let me explain to you why. Much easier than one would think. And obviously that's a lot cleaner than it usually comes out. But that is really what we mean by articulation. Articulation really is just, you just, you really want to concisely in a sentence or two, just say, hey, this is what's happening. Let me tell you why, how, what is causing it. Um, the problem and the next part is why it's difficult. Um, because, and really it's difficult for anybody, honestly, whether or not you yes. have something that you're struggling with. It's difficult to explain when you yourself may not have all of the info internally. Um, we can use, let's say, work as an example for what you're doing. I'm sure there are many times during the day when you're working where people are just going, huh? You know, when you tell them something, not because you're not being articulate, but it may not come off as understanding to the other person or the other party. Sometimes um, they don't understand the context. Sometimes they they don't know the, the big picture. 
And right. I know what's going on in my head and in my insanity of a job, but, you know, trying to convey that to somebody without having to go into loads of background, loads of information. It, it's right. just, um, you know, is there a shorthand that you can do? Uh, we, we jokingly, but not really refer to it as our mental health days. Um, right. Working in, in my field, we have what's called vicarious trauma and it's a very big thing and then it becomes worse if you have any of your own issues, whether they're mental health, personal trauma, physical problems, whatever it is. Right. Now you add on the vicarious trauma of the victims that you're dealing with. Next thing you know, you know, it suddenly overwhelms you. But how do you articulate right. that? Um, you know, sometimes it's as simple as I just need a moment. And it's really nice no, when you do that actually... shorthand. <laughs> no, that's actually perfect because uh, the, the one way I would say how to practice it is tell the other person, you know, stop or hold on for a second. Let me write it down. Let me think about it. Um, but you make, but you're, you're a very clever point right there is it's, it's not always actually saying it. It's giving a minute to describe in your head what it is you want to do. And sometimes you do got to write it down. Sometimes you can draw a picture. Sometimes it's like, this is what I'm at. This is where I want. Let's yeah. find the in-between. And I'm sure with what you're doing, especially because you're dealing with not only other people, your own staff and you, it's like three different pieces to one giant puzzle. Yeah. So how does one do that? And it is, it is tough. I mean, in any high intensity job like yours, you know, it's like WTF, you know, what, what am I doing? And yes. sometimes you're sitting back and it's like, you can't even explain to somebody because you don't even know what the hell you're doing to yourself. And you're like, what, what am I doing? Um, well, but that's true of anybody. There, sometimes when you're in the middle, let's, let's just call it the middle of a tornado. Okay. You, know, you can't always describe it to another person. Now, if you're lucky, it's a person that you have a good working or personal relationship with. They know you, they understand you, but some people are put off by, you know, Hey, I need to take a moment. I need to go deal with something. People take personal offense to it. And there's nothing you can do right. about that. Right. But, you know, working on ways of, asking for that moment, asking for that grace without having to, because I can't, I talk a lot. There, there's no question about that. I can talk oh, about yeah. almost anything all the time, but there are times that I'm at a loss for words. And right. the only thing I can say is I need a moment or I'm going to shut my phone and my computer off for a little bit. Right. I'm lucky. I've got a great boss. I have a great husband. But sometimes I just need to shut down and I've kind of worked on shorthand with those people. There are other people that, you know, you don't want to go into your whole life story. You don't want to right. tell them what you're dealing with right down there in that moment. So how do I convey I need a moment without creating a bigger problem for myself? And that's hard. No, it is. I'm not I'll, good I'll at doing that either. Use. I'll use us too, because like being as your guest, uh, one of my good friends, familial relationship, it's the same thing too. Like you get to a point where, you know, we didn't know each other a while ago, but now we do. And now we can just shoot the breeze and just say whatever. But yeah, we still love each other at the end of the day. And it's like, that's where you want to end up doing. 
it's lucky and easy when you get that, but it's very far and few when it happens. I can say I can yeah. do that to very few people, you included now, but I can only do it to maybe five people really well. Generally yeah. speaking, it doesn't work that way. Um, now, some of the examples I had were, you know, journaling, which is always mm-hmm. good to do, mainly Excellent. for the Excellent person. Method. Right, but definitely for the person because you can then go back and, you know, I can't read my scribble, but if you can read your writing, you can go back and go, hmm, interesting points. Uh, the other one is practicing, you know, talking to yourself in the mirror. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when they say when you get ready for an interview, you know, pretend like the person's in the mirror and you're having a conversation. I there always is. think that the people in the cars next to me must think I'm 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 absolutely off my rocker because I'll practice. Like if I need to go and I need to, whether it's to tell someone, hey, I need you to try harder or hey, good, even a positive thing or right. hey, I need to take a couple of days because I'm exhausted. And, you know, I, I catch myself practicing. I'm in the car. I'm thinking of the conversation and then I start practicing so that hopefully by the time I get to my destination, I can then say it, feel comfortable with what I've said and have actually conveyed what I was trying to say, whether it's for my own mental health or for someone else's. It's, it's amazing how difficult it is to not practice it. You need to think about the words you want to use. And especially when you're in a good spot. Right. You you know, journaling, you can do um, at any stage in a situation, you know, and, and, and usually I go from absolute scribble to, okay, now I'm starting to make sense. I'm feeling more rational. I think I know what I need to do next time. Um, But that practicing the words, the words that seem to flow right the words that seem to boy there's nothing like (laughs) there's nothing like being prepared with with when you're in the middle of a storm what are the words i want to use and hopefully if you practice it enough it's kind of like what they used to teach us about spelling words you know if you wrote it often enough it would kind of stick in your head well you practice often enough hopefully it becomes um not robotic but automatic to where, okay, wow. here's how I'm yeah. feeling. Here's my keyword. Now the people around me, they know that's my keyword. Okay, we got this. We got this. We can do this. No, that that's true. And actually, I like the spelling thing too, because I, I I can I remember those sheets of paper and you had to follow the line and you had to over do and, and you the cursive and all that. Yes. Um, that's no, I mean that's actually funny enough. That is actually really good. Um, comparison between the two. And I mean, it's practice. And again, we'll notice how yeah. we go through here. A lot of the stuff, you know, yes, the, the, the series revolves around, you know, mental health, but really this is for anybody just wanting to learn yes. how, to, how to speak. It's and, amazing you know, how much things kind of flow through in our lives. You know, you learn this lesson here. Oh, but look how it relates to here and, right. and vice versa. I mean, no offense. My first degree is an English lit. I've said this a few times. Um, I specialized in William Shakespeare. I'm now in, in business and, and, and in law enforcement and, and victim services. And it, you would think that there's no connection. Well, my being able to use words, both written and orally, right. and understand, boy, that has really paid off. 
in my career. Who would have thunk? I was going to teach, but you know, it just, it really paid off in a way I wouldn't have predicted when I was 18, 19 years old. Right. And you'll find that, that as you learn skills, whether we're dealing with mental health, physical issues, work issues, home issues, whatever it is, it's amazing how much of it translates. Who would have thought Shakespeare is actually cool? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I know it's a difficult subject for many. Right over my head. Um, all right. So next up would be how to actually share the thoughts, thoughts and feelings. And this is, again, from the point of view of the person. Um, so the first part, obviously, is why it's so difficult to do. <laughs> and this, again, is just for anybody, whether or not you yeah. have something. Um, I would think personal definition of why it's so fearful is you don't necessarily want to ever come across as incapable or unable. The difference being, you know, it is good to know your limitations. It is good to know yes. when you need help. But it's never fun to say, you know, I can't or I don't want to or, you know, I, I won't. It's very hard to admit defeat, basically. And this is, you know, to use the nerdy superhero thing. It's the part of the movie where, you know, Tony or Cap is like, what, you know, like, what the hell? And yet, you know, they're going to jump back into the battle and say, yes. hey, but there's always the point in the in the book or the story where they go, nope, not worth it. I'm done. I'm going home. And you don't want to admit that. But what you kind of need to do, and you don't necessarily have to admit it out to other people, but you kind of have to pull yourself into your brain mm -hmm. and say, hey, you got a problem. It's kind of hard. You're kind of suffering. Go do, you know, you, it, it's, it's hard to say and think, but really what you got to tell your brain is it's going to hurt. It's going to be a little, you know, uncomfortable, but when you get to the end of this, you're going to feel 500 times better than you do right now. And it's like any yeah. superhero, Star Wars, whatever the character always well, the goes. Arc of the hero the reason it resonates so much with us is because we understand it. Maybe we're not Hercules. Maybe we're not Luke Skywalker, but we understand. We understand the, the arcs that we all go through in our own lives. Right. And so, you know, you've got that, um, almost like the, the, the age of innocence, the, the beginning of the story. Right. And then you've got to go through the trials and tribulations. And there are sometimes you go through that every day. You know, you start off, it's a new day. Everything goes to hell. And then you end the day. And how you end that day can, can, can be a great ending or a bad ending. This is just the story arcs that we go through in our own lives. And right. that's why they resonate so much with us. And that's also why it's so difficult. Because we... You know, at some point in our youth, we begin to learn that life isn't fair, that things don't always work out well, or, you know, bad things do happen to good people. So at some point you begin to realize, and you know, you're conscious, you, you, you know this, that things can happen. So when you need to deal with something right. or, or face something or talk about something, it pulls back from that memory and that fear and that concern of, okay, so how do I go to the next step and, and, you know, face that fear, 
to take that one more step forward or whatever it would be. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do no matter what's going on in, in your head. And, right. you know, I mean, it's hard to do if you are perfectly, nothing's ever wrong with you person. I don't know who those people are. Um, <laughs> we don't know them, but we like to meet them. We no, don't know but them. Actually, but really what it does is that then it makes you feel better physically and mentally when you do actually do it. And then what you hope to do. And again, one of my hardest things is to, you know, remember what I learned from it. But what you hope to do is that when it comes around the second time or the third time, you go, wait a minute, this looks familiar. And then you go, oh, wait, 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 but we're cool. And then you, you go through it easier and hopefully you get to a point where it'll pop up and then it'll just disappear within five or 10 minutes and you're done. Well, and, and you know, there are just some days that it's easier. Right. And there are some days that it's not. And there's a variety of reasons of why, but everyone has felt some form of stage fright in their life. I don't care who they are. Right. I don't care if they say they have the most perfect life. There's always that moment of self doubt and how you move past it i mean for me it depends on the day it depends on the time depends on the situation <laughs> sometimes no, it agree. takes a long yeah. time for me to get through that fear get through that i i don't want to deal with that right now right. um and sometimes it feels super easy no i agree i mean there are times where you do it and then i'm like wait was that actually a problem like I, I just, know that didn't it's like well that I was easy like, wait, i gotta redo that again like that didn't seem right like, what like, did i, I do that... this time so i make sure i do it next time because it just went right through unfortunately i never remember because it's so quick no. that i'm like what did i just do and i'm like wait wait come back no um so one thing really that i thought for that i've done before is affirmations so one way to kind of help that and this isn't necessarily going to help you explain your your situation but if you give yourself the, the care, you know, using things like I am enough or I am loved or, right. you know, worthy, whatever word you want to use, that's a way to kind of get yourself in the right mindset. And you said it well, every night before we go to bed, we kind of recap the day. And lo and behold, almost every time I end up actually feeling better because even if the day was kind of boring or even if the day was kind of whatever, I actually find out that I did things that actually were enjoyable and fun. And I'm like, Hey, so you, you really can, you know, flip it around a little bit. Yeah. Um, what, whatever the case may be. So that's one thing I recommend for that. Trying some affirmations. It takes, you know, all of five, 10 seconds, re, you know, pick, pick a short, pick a three words, you know, right. a three, you know, pick something super short. short, super easy, not too deep. <laughs> Exactly. You know, just wake up while you're brushing your teeth, just, you know, look in the mirror, do whatever, and then just go on with your day. And then throughout the day, if you're, if you want to, you know, like you said, when you're in the car and you're, you're at a stoplight, you know, mm -hmm. say it to yourself for a second again, you know, do it another couple times. You can do it wherever you want to. You can just, you can just do it and it won't look too weird because all you're doing is kind of just focusing on something and people just might think you're just having a really good thought right then and you can just go along with that and go yes of course i am thinking very hard right now so good good for me um all right so the last part for the, this set part one is how to start it and again you know we're not certified we're not well you, you might be a little more than i am but i am not certified to do you know but these are just kind of general 
things that I've used and I think you've used as well. So the first part always, and this goes for anything, prepare yourself with some notes or some thoughts. Yes. So before going into it, if you have to write it down, if you want to draw a picture, whatever mm -hmm. works for you, just put down some keys and just the keys. Like right now I'm using my outline for the video. I don't have an entire script. I use my outline because that for me is what I use because I can kind of- Bet you didn't think off. doing those three by five cards in school was ever going to pay off, did you? I, it I love does. how all of these are going back to school. Um, but no, that is true. You know, write down, pick a, uh, uh, what's it called? Pick a couple points. And, you know, like for, I mean, you know, we can make it a big example. Let's say you have to, you know, ask your boss for a raise or whatever. That could be the, the scenario. Write down a couple key things as to why, you know, maybe explain to them why you think you deserve it, uh, why you, you know, you should get it, you know, and maybe explain to them why, you know, what you've done for the company. It doesn't have to be a constitution. It just got to be a couple ideas and it may or may not work, but knowing that you have your, your flashcards, as she pointed out to go into it, that's half the battle because you don't have to sit yes. there and go, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, so first thing first for anything. And you're right. I mean, it all goes back to school. What, what did you do when you had to write a paper? You had to write your outline first. So this is your outline. Um, Next There's one. a few things that they actually got right, and it's <laughs> just the it's the preparation concept. Whether some people like to do flashcards, some people like to do outlines, some people like to write keywords, the brainstorming right. kind of thing, and you know whatever works for you, doing something like that will help this so much. Whatever it is that can remind you, it, sometimes it literally can just be a couple of words like oh. That's what I wanted to say. Exactly. Um, and then part two is asking for the time to talk. And that is always hard, yeah. especially in a day and age where you're always running around. But really mm. making the initiative to say, hey, do you have a few minutes to chat? Doesn't have to be now. Yeah. I just want to go and we'll stick with the work scenario. You know, say, hey, I've been working here for a while. I'd like to chat about the future of the company. You know, and you can do it in email. You can do it face to face. and give them a call, whatever you got to do. Sometimes you can't be there face-to-face. -face. Sometimes you got to call them and say, hey, boss, you know, I want to chat about my future here. When do you have some time to talk? Yeah. It's very hard to do. It's really yes. uncomfortable. It's always going to be uncomfortable. But really, because it takes so so short, just pressure yourself through five seconds of a phone call or a text and just say, hey, I need five minutes. Boom, you're done. The ball is in their court. They tell you when. And then all you got to do is go back to your notes and say, all right, here's what I want to you know, chat about. So as much as it's of an annoyance, all of five seconds, if you're going to give yourself anxiety for five seconds, just do it five seconds to write that text and then go forward. You know, and I, I say that kiddingly. Um, we do have, we'll have some printouts to give you guys too. So if you want, you can email us uh, later for those. Um, and it has some conversation starters and stuff. So that leads into our part two, which is the caregivers and loved ones. So if you guys want to rotate mm -hmm. your chairs and now it's the loved one's turn. Um, so, you know, really, so, and it's a perfect way to go in because the first part there is listening versus hearing. And I hate, my parents will hate me for saying this. It's always the thing when it's like when you're a kid, they're like, are you actually understanding what I'm talking to you? But really it is a very big key. You and we can chat for hours or actually not us. Let's say we're watching TV. I can watch a show for hours and hours mm -hmm. and not get a single thing remembered into my brain. Why? Because I'm just sitting there watching TV, 
Not because really it's more of noise on. and less of an active. Right. And it's background noise. So like, let's say I have NCIS in the background. I love the show. Great show. I might not understand what's happening halfway through the episode because I'm not paying any attention. Do I need to pay attention in that point? No, it's background yeah. noise. But if I really want to, you know, we have on demand now. So I can go back and I can actually sit <laughs> through and uh, am, am I putting you to sleep? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, too many late nights. Sorry. I know. Must have um, more caffeine. <laughs> you, you drink your coffee, we're good. Um, oh, no, it's my Mountain Dew, my Star Trek cup. Oh, pardon me. Um, makes me feel good and makes me stay awake. William Shatner would be thrilled. Um, so, <laughs> I should have done that while you were drinking. Um, I love that. So That's great. Listening versus hearing. So, the, the distinction between the two, and this is probably the only important part of this entire topic here, is really after you hear somebody say something, do you get it? And if you can honestly say, yes, I understand, then you have heard. Yeah. You have heard. That's really the only part of it here that's important, guys. It, the, the idea of talking back and forth is great. Communication is great. When you get to a subject matter, and in this case, we can speak to the mental health, this is where you have to, you know, as the teachers say, turn mm -hmm. off your, you know, your mouth and turn on your listening ears or whatever yes. they used to say. And, and I struggle really... with that so much because I'm a fixer. That is my personality. And I have yeah. to learn that sometimes when someone else is talking to me, whether it's my adult son, my husband, a coworker, sometimes I need to pause and stop trying to fix things and just actively listen to what they're trying to tell me. Maybe they just need to vent. Maybe right. they need to give me the whole story before I jump in and try and save the world. And I'm working on being a better listener because it's really hard to shut the fixer in me off. And according to my mother, I've been like this since I was two. But, um, <laughs> but it's true for everyone. You know, so many people want to jump in to a conversation. Sometimes it's not a conversation or at least it doesn't start as a conversation. Right. So when someone needs to talk to you about something, can you step back and let them talk? And not either try to fix it or correct them or any of the other things I've been guilty of. And I've had it the other way around, too, where I've been trying to express something and, you know, either someone's trying to fix it or someone is not really listening. And it gets really frustrating because, okay, I said X, Y, Z, not A, B, C. Can we start again? Um and that's Apparently where I start to lose my, yeah. my temper is when um, I don't like it when people don't listen to me. No matter what the subject is, even if it's just, hey, we really need to take a day where we do nothing, where we don't have anything booked, where, you, you know, I'm not working on grants all hours of the night and you're not doing, you know, three days of a Broadway show and coming home at 2 a.m. every night. <laughs> that That's what this weekend is for us. Oh, um, oh yeah. <laughs> Yes. I will he, learn he more does, about that after the show. He does I'm stage sure. tech. So, um, you know, but we've got to make time for us. We've got to make time for right. ourselves. Right. And sometimes 
you know, when, when you're having that moment and you're in the middle of the storm and you just need someone to hear you, it's amazing how almost magical that is. When you feel that you're being heard and they're actively listening, so they're getting something, you're getting something, and now you guys can start whatever conversation needs to happen or or whatever it is or just a hey i'm having a really bad day i just i can't deal with this other stuff right now that's, that's that has happened a few times back off um <laughs> i try to avoid saying that that day these days because i've decided that that's not the most productive way to say it it just it's like i need a moment you know, give me an hour. Let me go take a nap. Let me, let me just go focus on me. Um, oh, there, there are words I'd like to say that I don't because, you know. I know. I try really hard not to do that because the funny thing is, is that your loved ones go through their own things. It may be different from yours. Right. Um, yours may require a lot of time, energy, and, and work to deal with where theirs may be a, I don't want to say simpler because that's not what I mean, but you know, sometimes my problems are far more complex than even I wish to admit. And sometimes I just need a me moment, right. maybe an hour or two. And I just, I don't want to have any, I, I, I want to shut my phone off. I want to shut my computer off. I want to just curl up and I don't need anything. Please don't come and keep checking on me every five minutes. Just give me a moment Thank you. But <laughs> sometimes no, you that, just need that. that and then I remind good... him that sometimes he needs that too. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I mean, um, it's a hard habit to break when you're not yeah. used to doing it. And the one thing that irritates most people, I think, is, you know, the consistent, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? But at the same time, you do need the, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? But in a different form. And yeah. really, you know, we'll go into the next section in a second here, but really it's when do you need to listen and not speak? 98% yeah. of the time is probably the right answer. Um, and I say that politely. I don't say that, you know, I don't well, say I that. I think that's you know, true of all of it, all of us. We've yeah. gotten to the point where we don't always hear the other people. Right. We don't always, um, you know, for example, let's say you're having a horrible day. You've been triggered. You're dealing with things that are really stressful. And then someone else that you care about is also having a bad day. Well, you don't always see that they're having a bad day because you're, you're in the middle of your own personal crises. And, and then you try to fix each other. And, and then it goes all weird and wonky. And you have to come back at a moment when y'all can talk and breathe and, I don't know. It's it's one of those funny things. I think all humans could benefit from listening better and being listened to better. <laughs> no, and that's the next one here. How do you actually, you know, have, have the conversation? Don't always assume you know the answer and don't yes. have the answer before having the question be asked. But really yeah. the key here is, you know, <laughs> it's weird because, you know, I the, the question of, you know, how are you feeling? Is such a annoying oh, that's such a, how you doing? But, oh, you know, but, but hold on, hold on. But, um, there, you know, there are ways to say it without making it sound so, you know, cliche. 
it's really one of those things where how do you start the conversation? Sometimes it's just a simple, you know, hey, what's going on? What's up? How's your day going? Um, anything new? Um, at that point, once you get past the, past the niceties, basically, you can say, hey, you know, um, you seem a little bit down. You seem a little bit off. Um, anything you want to, you know, talk about. You don't need to fix it because that insinuates yeah. broken, which I know fix is now a four letter word to me. So you don't need to fix it. But at the same time, just to check in once in a while and say, hey, how's it going? And really, that's a better way to do it. Do it as if you're just shooting the breeze with with your right. pals, whatever. And this goes for your family, goes for your friends, whoever. Um, start the conversation by not actually starting the conversation, basically. Just kind of get them talking. For me, usually, I will, it'll just come out. So like, luckily for me, if someone's saying, hey, what's new, what's going on? I just kind of spill more information than anybody needs to know. And they go, oh, hello. Um, but if that doesn't happen so easily, just give them a few moments to kind of do it. Just check in on a regular issue. It doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be every hour or whatever. Just check on a regular basis. And then just kind of, you'll notice at some point, they might start kind of being like, hey, this is going on. And then before answering the question, just say, okay, so, you know, what's the deal there? What's, what's causing, you know, what, what, what's, what's going on? Let them do the explanation, the talking, and then come back with what you think, but only come back with it. If you actually have a thought that's worthy of doing it, if you don't know, and you don't, whatever, just say, oh, you know, that, that kind of sucks. That sounds horrible. You know, let me give you a hug. That's fine. Don't come back with the response unless you have the response to give. Sometimes it's better, you know, for me, because I don't know what the answer is for someone just to say, hey, I don't know what to do or how to help. You know, let's get a snack. Let's go take a walk. Let's go do something. I don't know is an excellent answer. We have kind of been ingrained that you never say, I don't know. Well, you know what? The braver person says, I don't know. Whether we're talking a work situation, a loved one situation, a mental health situation, we don't know everything. I'm a know-it-all and I don't know everything. And sometimes the answer is, I don't know what I can do to help, but I'm here for you when you need me. Yeah. And it's amazing, you know, because it's kind of also like the, well, I don't know the answer, but let me look that up for you. It, it just, it's, that those words have been vilified right but whether you're talking professional personal almost any scenario i don't know done right is an excellent answer because we don't know i don't know how to help you through this but i'm here in whatever you need just i'm here for you it's kind of yeah it's kind of like when, when you know, someone has gone through um, loss of a family member. It, it just, we don't know what they need. Right. But they we might make not sure that we tell them that we're there for them. And don't do it once. I mean, don't do it every day. But, you know, a few weeks later, check in with them. Hey, anything you need? Can I do anything to help? It, it's amazing how much of that ends up mattering you know right and when you say i don't know that means you're not trying to fix them right no and and if i don't know the answer my assumption is somebody else doesn't either and what i want to do is i want me and them to work together to figure it out and And that's exactly sometimes 
how you get the answers. You yeah. have to work through it together. It's it's a a journey. It's a you know okay. So the answer to yesterday was forty two, but today the answer I know I know. Me and Douglas Adams, I just love him. <laughs> but, it happened. You know, um, it, it it just maybe you don't get the answers to the question. Maybe there is no answer, but maybe right. that journey made it okay that there is no answer. Yeah. No, that I mean, and both sides I, have to be okay with that. Both sides have to to it goes back to what you said you know you've got to be able to have this conversation where there's no um no expectation of fixing anybody's brain no i mean i'm at the point lucky enough where you know i i'm okay with not the answer because i like finding the solution um i'm big on you know i like the mysteries of the world i like you know how did this happen I like that stuff. And I actually said this the other day. I like the fact that we don't know things because yes. it gives you opportunity to give you multiple answers. And you I get don't to think figure humans out would have done everything they did if we had all the answers. I mean, we've been looking for the answers going as far back as written record. So, you know, it, it's we're always looking for answers. We're always looking for the new. The, the I just we are very curious creatures. And I'm thankful that we as a species are because would we be here today? Would we have computers? Would we have the internet? Would we have, you know, any of the things that we use on a daily basis? Well, that's a different, that's a whole different story for another day. (laughs) All right. So we're going to wrap up really quick with a quick kind of do's and don'ts thing. And this is also, we got a sheet on that for you guys to look up as well. Um, but really there's just, there's a few key ones that always stick out to me on the, you know, don't do this, do this. Really the, the top few, I guess would be, you know, don't tell them to cheer up, be there or ask them, what do you need? That's number one. That's kind of an obvious, and that's generally speaking for anything that doesn't have to have a a problem. Doesn't have to have whatever, just generally speaking, never tell them, you know, it's okay. Get over it. It'll be fine. Yes, it will be fine, but you don't need to tell them that because that's kind of one of those, you know that. Like, that's not a, you know, oh, wow, newsflash, it's going to be fine. Secondarily, you know, don't tell them to do things that maybe work for you or have worked for others. Say, what do you think you'd like to do or try? You're giving them the opportunity to say, I'm comfortable doing, like you said, X, Y, and Z, not A, B, and C. So that that's an important one, because, again, yeah. it's never OK to tell somebody to do it just because it helps you. And, hey, and it might people help you. do that in so many aspects. If you're pregnant. Oh, here's what I did. And it was so great. Yeah, I'm glad it worked for you. You know, you, your depression is strong. Oh, well, I just picked myself up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you don't suffer from clinical depression move on. You know, people like to share. We like to tell stories. I'm like that too, but there's a time and a place for those. And don't say, Oh, my third cousin survived ovarian cancer because she did peach pits. Well, no, that's not what saved her, but sure. Whatever. Please do not tell me, you know, what's best for me. You don't know me. You're not my doctor. You're, you're not my, it just, Oh, amen. Do not I think I struck a nerve. Um, yes, it has bugged me over the years. 
And then really the only other thing I would say is just, you know, do accept it. Don't, as, as a word you used, you know, villainize it. And when I, and you don't have to do it consciously. It could be doing subconsciously. There are many times where people may not realize they're villainizing what I'm doing, but they are because of the way that, that it's coming across. So really the, the top three things again would be, you know, don't tell them it's okay. Don't tell them what to do and don't make them feel bad about it. What you do, what you do want to do is like you said, just be there or be square. Sorry, I had to do that. Um, you know, check in with them and say, Hey, what do you need? You know, you want to go grab some food. You want to go see a movie. Secondarily, Ask them what they want to try doing to, to help solve the problem. And then thirdly, let them know it's okay to do it. You know, it, unfortunately, the one thing that films and I guess even history and culture have done is that if you don't look like the perfect family or you don't look like the perfect thing, people think something weird is happening. And it's taken this long to realize that you don't, A, I don't really think perfect's a word, but but really you've come this far to know that finally you're not going to have it every way you want to do it. Yeah, some people are lucky enough to have everything off their bucket list done. Cool, great, wonderful. You have everything you want at home, great. I can say for the most part, minus maybe one or two things, I'm pretty much at ease with what I have. I don't, you know, like I told you, I don't need the stuff anymore. I, I just need the whatever. So I am, you know, lucky enough kind of in that higher percentage of being okay with things because it's all cool. I'm copacetic, whatever. But even still, you don't want to say, oh, well, you must be doing fine. So see what you were doing before. That was all whatever BS. Yeah. So really, it's it's just a matter of doing those two things. And really, those things are just general good morals that like people teach their their family, you know, be kind, be polite yes. and help. You know, it, it's really as simple Compassion as Compassion will take us so far as a species. Very well. I mean, I, I think we'll wrap it up there. I mean, this was a good talk, as always. Of course, yeah. we'll get this lady back very soon. I know it's super busy. We talk. But yes, I got I to gotta say, I appreciate you and what you do and being on here. And you come on all the time. I love it. So we will get you back soon. She's like a, another family member. I'm apparently like Aww. the brother she actually wants. So, you know. Um, <laughs> I told you, you were kind of like another little brother for me. But but the good one, not the... No, but the good one, not uh, the bad ones. <laughs> Um, I love my brothers. <laughs> yes, we don't want to speak harm. They're all they're all very cool, I'm sure. Uh, but we will end that here. Of course, if you haven't already, go check out the Disney First podcast. The I can never remember the other name to yours because it's such a weird. Oh, Marku Forty Two Universe. <laughs> what she said, um, and then of course, lastly, the Disney Librarian. Um, and if you haven't yet, check us out on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch as well. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. And of course, stay happy, stay healthy, stay nerdy, and may the force be with you all. Whew.